Uh, you see a pattern there, third day? Uh, mm. I'm the wow. poster child for those lyrics. Mm. <laughs> Victory 91.5, Risenstein. That would be Leanna. Uh, my wife. That would be Ray Haynes. Me. Our general manager and friend. And he has been teaching on Passover for the last couple of days, just in case you're interested. All of the teaching is at the Victory Facebook page and the Rise and Stein Facebook page. And at the bottom of the link, you'll click on the big red letters that say all of Ray's teachings, and you'll get all of Ray's teachings over the last couple of years. <laughs> and momentarily, we will post up today's notes. We are in part 13 of Passover. I just can't tell you how ironically uh, huge the so that song is to go with this part. Mm. <laughs> the sound of your voice. Mm. Whoa. Okay. Feast of First Fruits is where we are. Mm -hmm. So why do the disciples grieve as if Jesus wouldn't rise again? I mean, obviously, they, they just never could listen. They never mm -hmm. could figure it out. He could tell them in a parable. He could tell them straight. They could never figure out which one was which. And they just were always thinking, there's got to be something he's trying to say to us, but we just can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. So he told them he was the Passover lamb. So if at their best effort, the lamb doesn't rise from your belly three days later, so he's got so many mixed signals for them. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking Passover, the lamb was slain. So now he's dead on the cross. And they are absolutely, if they figure out Passover, then they're in utter despair because the lamb stays dead. Mm -hmm. And they've just watched Passover. They've eaten Passover. This is my body. This is my broken. And he's told him he's going to rise again over and over and over. But they just can't get it. So the important part is when he's breaking this matzah down the middle, right? You, you break the matzah. You don't break it. You don't flip it and break it like this. You break it like that. Mm -hmm. it, it breaks straight down the middle. Yep. He's tearing the curtain apart wow. that kept them from his presence. Mm. Not only was he going to rise, he mm. was going to empty part of Hades. This has got to be the most exciting thing you'll ever run into. Now, the Feast of First Fruits, on that date, Israel crosses the Red Sea. Wow. Noah's flood ended. And that became that those those dates, this Passover, um, becomes that time of the Exodus, and our new creation in Jesus began on the anniversary of the rebirth of the world. So we're connected to the crossing of the Red Sea mm -hmm. into the Promised Land, Noah's flood ending into a new world. There's all these shadows that are flowing around here. Now Jesus tells the story of the rich man and Lazarus and what, what's called Abraham's bosom, also called Hades. We actually, while we were in Israel, got to go and see this mouth of a cave that was the entrance into Hades. That's what they believed mm -hmm. in that area, which was really, really cool. So think back to that moment here. So here's the scripture, Luke 16. The time came when the beggar died. And this is Jesus saying this, right? Not making this up. And the angels carried him to Abraham's side, translates Abraham's bosom. So that's what they, they saw, all right? The rich man also died and was buried in Hades, where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. Mm. So essentially, Hades, you have two parts to it. Now, this does not exist anymore, but at that time, you have those who died in faith and those who did not die in faith. It's the grave, essentially, all right? So now you have a few random verses that you have to draw from here. 
but there's a wealth of information. 1 Peter 3, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. Mm. Now here you go. By whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long-suffering waited in the days of Noah. Notice he, he pulls back mm -hmm. to Noah there, too, because it's this, he's, this is all happening on right. this date. So he's also telling you, we're not talking about some random thing of preaching to this one who's trapped. No, no, these are dead people. So you have to ask yourself a question. Why is, so this three days when he's in the grave, what's going on? And this verse leads you to what's mm -hmm. going on. He's preaching in Hades. What is he doing? Why is he doing it is the question, all right? So he's doing Passover, telling of the lamb who was slain for the freedom of the captives. Remember, these people all, all died in faith looking to him mm -hmm. because all of us have to enter through one door. So they still have to enter through Jesus. They died before him, but he actually has to go and reveal himself to them. That's the kind of blow your mind faith and, and love that God shows. Those who were, those who are, and those are, who are to come. Everyone has to come through Jesus. So when you look at that tribe over here, God has, God's got his hand on them. If mm -hmm. they reject him, they reject him. He still has a way. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So they all, those who were from the garden all the way up to John the Baptist, they all get to cast their crowns at his feet. So he steps into Hades, uh, Moses and Abraham and everyone. And he begins to, to live out what the very verse, first verse spoken of him. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Mm. So he is now in the valley of the shadow of death. The ultimate purpose of Passover is to destroy death. Right. He was slain from the foundation of this world to that end. 1 Corinthians 15, he must reign till he's put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. And I've put some great uh, other verses in here for when I post this up for you. Revelation 20, then death and Hades were cast into the mm -hmm. lake of fire. This is the second death. The God wiping away all of our tears. So you can read that on your own as you read over the notes. But I want to get you ready for this next segment, what I call the greatest understatement ever. It's Matthew 27, 50 through 54. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice, yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. That's that matzah. And the earth quaked and the rocks were split and the graves were opened. Mm. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So in the now this is all clumped together, which is one of the reasons it's an understatement. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, "Truly, this was the Son of God." Mm -hmm. So they're trying to encapsulate this whole three-day period from the death to the resurrection, going all this stuff was going on. So why do you why this massive understatement? I promise everybody would post more than that on Facebook if you were any, around any right. of those events right, right now, right? right? <laughs> so, so dead people walking, wait, 
wait. <laughs> you know, you you give a few more details. But <laughs> number one, this is history, well-known history. So they didn't really have to go into great detail because the writing this at a time when people obviously did not forget that moment. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anybody here will forget walking around with dead people? No, no one, no one. Okay. Secondly, the guy who wrote that is hiding in a room because he's terrified he's going to be killed. Mm -hmm. So he gets some of this secondhand. But with Passover as our context, you can piece all of that together pretty easy. This earthquake opens the door for Jesus into the bosom of Abraham. He's dying on the cross. It is finished, right? And the very first ver one of the very first verses you read in the New Testament, the people walking in darkness have seen a great life, light. And on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. So imagine this. 4,000 years, some of these people have been in the grave. Before mm -hmm. Abraham had a bosom, <laughs> they've been in the grave. And for the first time, light invades the darkness of Hades. Mm. They hear, it is finished. Wow. Mm. Jesus arrives. His skin shredded from the lash, holes in his hand, feet inside. He's beaten and bloodied and hardly looks human except to the prophets who saw him like this for the last 4,000 years and wrote of it. He's the guy, he's the only form they would recognize. And he stands in front of them, and we'll break that down next. This is wow. unbelievable. Unbelievable to hear this after so many years of being blind. Mm. 